on Global News Radio. If you uh, were really interested in um, the way we started the show with the discussion of Trudeau and uh, things he said in the last 24 hours that have caused some uh, stir, the fact that he's renominated for the 2019 election, how I particularly feel about him and uh, the, the echoes I got from the callers, uh, we'll bring that back uh, for the panel. So stick around. Lots of uh, other interesting subjects as well. Here's one of them. Last week you heard us talking about, uh, and, and generally in the media this was uh, out and about because of a conference held in Western Ontario about concussions. So we were talking about concussions and the fact uh, that Eric Lindros had made news because uh, he's now calling for hockey that is not of the type that you know him for. He's talking about uh, a hockey game that would be completely devoid of any physical contact whatsoever. In other words, it would be entirely a passing and skating game. Nobody would ever take anybody into the boards. Nobody would ever check. Nobody would ever hook. Nobody would ever high stick. Nobody would ever do any of that stuff because uh, primarily of concussions of the type that he has suffered, and he's not the only one. And Ken Dryden came in and uh, chimed in with the same thing. So uh, we thought it would be useful to talk to somebody who really knows his way around that issue. And I've got a guest with me, Dr. Paul Eklund, uh, who is uh, on the Hockey Concussion Education Project as primary investigator and co-senior author. He is a sports medicine expert. Hello, Dr. Eklund. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate your interest. Well, I think it's not just my interest. I think it's the interest of uh, the general population, particularly people who aspire to uh, have their uh, sons and daughters play hockey and uh, the way hockey is played. And it's not just hockey. It's other kinds of sports. Football would come to mind that uh, that deal with uh, heavy-duty, violent action that can uh, knock a brain for a loop. Uh, let me ask you first, do you like hockey? Um, I grew up as any other Canadian playing it and uh, also became a team physician after I finished med school. And uh, so I've been around it uh, to the major junior level. So I kind of understand it and um, from different aspects. Uh, but uh, the important things that I wanted to talk to you about today and, and to discuss is the work that came out today it was published in uh, Frontiers of Neurology. Uh, it was the 10th uh, of 10 studies coming out of one uh, study that we did with two CIS or uh, U-Sport teams for one year. We followed both teams, men's and women's team, um, for full season, uh, independent, non-biased physicians at each game, identifying these injuries, uh, evaluating the players, and then following them afterwards. The neat part of this is that we had... Uh, advanced imaging uh, before and after the season for all players and then uh, sequential or intermittent ones for ones that were diagnosed with this injury. What we're publishing today is probably the 10th and, and clearest evidence of uh, cellular injury that, that is prolonged, which means brain cells and components of brain cells that are injured that uh, are important to know because they just don't return in six days to their previous state. Uh, this is six months, and the entire group was uh, different. Well, you know, if I can just interrupt you there, I, I don't think the issue is is whether we agree or disagree with you. You're the expert, and I believe yeah. you. Uh, yeah. But I'm not much of a sports fan. Many friends of mine are. Many listeners right. are. And they say that this game cannot be played without the body contact. What do you say to that? Well, I, I, I applaud Eric because he, he lived his life doing that. And, uh, you know, he has come to realization and stated publicly that uh, the game has to change. And I agree completely because of the work I've done and, and the 
because of the work uh, as a team position being around uh, players and treating um, patients every day, 12 patients a day with traumatic brain injury uh, between 9 and 19. Uh, it's not innocent. It's cumulative. It affects people's lives and those around them. And uh, we know why, because of these repetitive contacts. The unique thing that came from the study was that uh, uh, those that weren't diagnosed with concussions had, had uh, trauma just like those that did. They're exposed to that environment. And it was those injuries that weren't diagnosed that are of most concern to, uh, to physicians and researchers today. I, again, take you at your word 100%, and I, and I know even the Players Association has contributed over $3 million to uh, advancing the kinds of studies that you're doing. I think it's a good idea, but you know what? I, I, I think that uh, obviously concussion is something that damages and, and indeed can kill, and some would say that's why they pay hockey players and football players megabucks, mega millions and millions of dollars. Their lives are fun, but their lives are short. Uh, what do you say to people who have that opinion? Well, we're talking about um, children, right? And this is the children that don't have the ability to make consented, di- consented, uh, you know, decisions. Right. And they're exposed to this environment, and they're exposed to it because of the culture we live in that really does not still understand the uh, significant um, traumas that they're being exposed to. So. Just to say it's okay to have status quo is not okay when, you know, just as when in the 60s, 70s, 80s, we had big tobacco saying there's nothing wrong with cigarettes. Mm -hmm. They're okay. We'll change cigarettes until, you know, I think it was 1948 that they said, yeah, cigarettes are directly linked to cancer and to heart disease. And it took three decades, four decades for people to say, yeah, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, it, yeah. Let me ask you this. If dad and mom like watching hockey, you know, hockey night in Canada, and uh, they bring junior, and these days junior can be um, a Ms. Junior or a Mr. Junior. Right, right, right. Um, uh, Young man or and, woman. And, and yeah, they're all, they're all in it. And they, they're sitting in front of the, the screen and they're watching it. Part of the excitement is the game, and part of the excitement traditionally, maybe it shouldn't be, is the uh, is the violence when somebody gets his head mashed into the boards, uh, and I, I suppose what you're saying is that's the time where mom and dad should, along with the time that uh, you take junior uh, to the rink to play uh, in in uh, minor hockey or kids hockey, um, where where you've got to call for not just the helmets, but no reason to be um, depending on those helmets when a kid takes his head into the boards. Well, I mean, we really don't want kids' heads into the board. No. You know, it, it's, uh, it, that's the important thing to know is that the skill game that you see when they play overtime three-on-three three is exciting, and people are so afraid that if you don't take somebody's head uh, and uh, hurt it or uh, have a massive check into the boards, which translates into the, into the brain, that it won't be uh, interesting or exciting. We know that to be not true. We know that People love the athleticism, the the incredible abilities of these uh, gifted athletes, and the gifted athletes will play whatever sport you play. They'll they'll play it any way you want them to play it. Uh, that's the false part of, of people clinging to this. Yes, we have to have violence. Yes, we have to have trauma to the brain and to the body. Uh, otherwise, it won't be fun. Well, it and, hasn't been changed by the league so far. What do you say to them? But the league is not a public health official. The league. The league does not uh, determine those, those issues, and uh, but the league sets an example. They're not currently setting one that's uh, uh. scientifically sound. So, 
that's what uh, you have to understand. So what you're saying is, as far as the league is concerned, the National Hockey League, they're not being scientifically sound, and therefore, if there's an example to be set, it's up to them to do it, and they have to make that change. I'm, well, I'm not think, optimistic for the near term. Well, not with the professionals that deal with a $4.5 billion league that's, that, that's their gross, and as well as uh, NFL that's $20 billion. It really is, and we're working right now with the Ministry of Education to uh, put the curriculum we developed, and it already is in place for the grade 3s to grade 12s. So they get this information, are, are allowed to make informed decisions uh, based on science, uh, not based on entertainment that's sold to them. And I think that's the important thing to know is that it won't be a quick change around, but this is the initial foray to put that out there to say it is important to say for Eric that it's wrong and that things have to change dramatically. Ken Dryden said that. I was at a conference in New York uh, 10 years ago. Pat LaFontaine said, you know, this is myself, my son. We're both injured. Uh, the head and neck should be off limits. So that Dr. was Eklund, a significant thing. All right. Dr. Eklund, you make a very powerful case and you present it well. I thank you very much for taking the time. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, Dr. Paul Eklund, who is a primary investigator, co-senior author, Hockey Concussion Education Project, and he is a sports medicine expert. You take that expertise to the bank. I am Peter Sherman.